Hi, and welcome to episode number 221 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online business owners and entrepreneurs learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Syndable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool my agency uses every single day to schedule posts and analyze our social media results. Try them out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash Syndable. In today's episode, we're talking all about Instagram engagement, being down, and actually I'm going to talk about all social platforms, why engagement is down, and what to do about it. Now, in July of 2022, we had a lot of conversation in our agency about engagement being down. It was down down pretty much across the board for all of our clients. We had a few outlier clients that had great months. Most of our clients saw a decline in engagement, and this sparked a conversation in our community in the Savvy Social School, all about engagement. Our members there were also seeing the same things on their accounts, specifically with Instagram. And it kind of led to more conversation as in August of 2022, I audited about a dozen profiles in the community. And here's what I found. Um, you know, engagement was quite low across the board, but also there were lots of opportunities for improvement. Before I dive into all the nitty gritty details about why engagement is down and how you can fix it, I want to talk about context and the time of year. We always see engagement decreased in July and in December every single year. So July is like the peak time of the year for everyone to go on vacation. Um, No matter if you start school in August, or September, a lot of people are off in July. It's like a universal month that that a lot of folks have off. And so we see a lot of people out and about and outside of their normal everyday schedule. So they may not be checking Instagram or whatever social platform in the same cadence that they usually would. The same thing happens in December. Every single year, we see engagement kind of taper off near the end of December. Now, this isn't for all brands or all accounts, but the majority of accounts may see this. We do see slight variances in certain accounts. So for example, if you're a health and fitness person, you actually may see things uptick after Christmas holidays. Um, A lot of people near the end of December start thinking about their new year goals. And so we start to see things like search and video consumption increase at that time of year for those categories. But most people, most of the rest of us may see a decline in attention around that time of year. So keep that in mind. Sometimes it is the time of year that can predicate whether engagement is up or down. Now, like I said, I recently audited about a dozen accounts in the Savvy Social School. It was a bonus for our Instagram bootcamp. And anyone in the school was eligible for this. And we had about 12 people kind of opt in. And I want to share some of the results that I found after auditing these accounts. The first one is account optimization. Y'all aren't taking as much advantage as possible for optimizing your account. So I know that this may not seem directly connected to engagement, but it's super important to signal to Instagram what your account is about to have it optimized. So what do I mean by optimize? Making sure your name is fully visible 
at adding keywords if you can, making sure your profile photo is clear, making sure you're using some of the profile features like Instagram highlights, making sure that your your profile is cohesive. So making sure that it's fully optimized is key. The second thing I noticed is that there's a lot of opportunity to analyze our top performing posts. So I challenge you right now to go in your analytics, whether that's Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn, and look at your top performing posts across all categories, not just for engagement, for clicks, for website traffic, and try to replicate those results. Sometimes we don't take time to kind of look back and see what's working and try to repeat that. And we rinse and repeat the same strategy over and over again. So you do have to analyze results and tweak and adjust from there. The third thing I'll mention that I noticed with auditing these accounts is that not all engagement is good engagement. Okay. So sometimes we get an inflated engagement from these robot accounts. Have y'all seen these? They kind of, they're always talking about Bitcoin or foreign exchange or check my DMs or some sort of porn site. I don't know. They seem to be mass flooding comments right now. And it is so annoying, (laughs) but it can give you an inflated sense of engagement. And so some of these accounts where I was looking through and going, oh, this post got a lot of comments. I would go look at it and see a bunch of fake comments and realize, oh, this post didn't get a bunch of good comments. So we're going to talk about how to, how to kind of, mm, optimize for that, but, or, or adjust for that. But honestly, there's not much we can do. I hope Instagram is really tackling those fake accounts. Um, and then the last thing I noticed when auditing all of these profiles is that quality beats quantity every single time. So those people in my membership community who really focus on creating great content outperform those who were just ticking off the box every week of producing content, okay? So really taking the time to have quality content, which means you may have less content, but that quality content actually serves a bigger purpose in your business. It actually helps you get to the goals that you want to get to instead of creating content for the sake of creating content, okay? So if you relate to any of those things, and if you relate to this conversation of, Instagram engagement is down. Social media engagement is down. You're not alone, my friends. This is literally why social media mentors like me exist. I study this. I access this full time to bring you the best data in real time so that you can actually move forward in your business. Now, why is engagement even important in the first place? When we think about engagement, specifically on Instagram, a lot of people don't realize the true value of engagement in their business. Sometimes it kind of brings an inflated sense of self-worth. We're tying our self-worth into engagement. We're afraid that if people aren't liking and commenting on our content, then they must not like our business. Or if we're not seeing those followers number grow, then we must not have value in our business. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. I very proudly have about 8,000 Instagram followers and a very successful business. I don't need 100,000, right? 8,000 is great for my business growth. It makes sense for my business, okay? So I want you to think about that when you're, when you're thinking about the true value of engagement. But engagement does have a place in your social media strategy. One of the reasons that engagement is important is it is a signal of successful content. 
So when we think about engagement, it is a very basic way for someone to show that they're interested in what you have to say if they simply like the post. And if we don't see people liking our posts, then that can be a symptom of a larger problem, right? It can be a symptom of someone not uh, even connecting or resonating with your message. Now, I mentioned likes. There's also comments as well. So when, when people take the time to stop and leave comments on our content, it is a signal of a successful piece of content. We're able to connect with someone in some way. And likes and comments are very public signals, right? Other people can see likes and comments. So it is a little bit of a signal that your business is successful, but it's only one small piece of that. So I want to note that. But there are also private signals that indicate engagement, specifically on Instagram when you're looking for things like shares and saves. So shares is one of those really big private signals that your content is successful. And one of our clients who did very well in July um, had a post that was shared quite a bit. They're in their Instagram is about um, sexuality. And so a lot of people don't feel comfortable maybe liking and commenting publicly. But I'll tell you all right now, they're sharing these posts, right? So you'll have to actually look at your Instagram analytics to see if people are sharing. And Instagram values that engagement signal very much. When someone takes the time to share your post with someone else because they're bringing more people back to Instagram, which is what Instagram wants. And then saves as well. Saves is one of those private signals of a successful piece of content because, you know, someone is saving that post to review later. So Instagram goes, oh, this must be important. This must be something that other people are interested in. And so it is going to give a lot more weight to your posts. So yes, engagement is important as a signal of successful content, but engagement is also important because of the community participation. You know, humans were meant to be communal. We're meant to be in community with each other. And I think this is one of the most powerful ways we can leverage social media. Social media in and of itself, in its nature, is social. The word social comes first. And oftentimes we put the word media first and we end up creating a bunch of media products and we forget that there's a community element to social media. There's an element of we're all kind of participating in this space together. So community participation is great for your business. It gives you that feedback loop. So you have people in your community who are committed to giving you both positive and constructive feedback. You have people in your community who are lifting you and your business up. You have people in your community who look to you as a thought leader and a successful example of what's possible. And so, yes, that's really important for driving our business forward. Now, the last reason why engagement is important is because of the big A word. I'm talking about the algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm is really one of the make or break things, make or break factors in the success of our posts. And the algorithm looks for engagement. And when I think about why engagement is down, it's because there are more and more people every single day using Instagram. 
And the Instagram algorithm has the benefit of being quite picky right now because there's a lot of content, right? Everyone's producing content. There's lots of it. There's so many different niches and angles. And so the algorithm can go, mm, I want to only pick the best content. I want to pick the content that's going to keep people on this app for longer. And so you are in competition with that. But I want you to remember that the algorithm wants you to win, right? I think sometimes people kind of vilify the algorithm. Like it's this creepy thing that, oh, wants to like destroy our business. But Instagram is successful the more that people use it. So there are three things that I want you to think about when you're thinking about the algorithm and what it wants and how to feed it, how to feed that hungry, hungry A word. <laughs> so the main thing that the algorithm wants is attention. That's it. It just wants the attention of its users. And honestly, in platforms like Instagram or any social platform, with attention being the currency, they can sell more ad space, right? This is the whole point of their business model. Instagram isn't here as a charity. It's a business as well. So they want attention so they can sell more ad space. So if your content isn't getting attention, then they are not going to send it out. So you've got a half a second to capture someone's attention on Instagram, okay? So when you think about people scrolling through the app, we want to say, why would someone stop on this post and give it attention? And I think this is why sometimes video content um, gets a lot of hype. And I'm one of those people. I love video content. But the reason it works really well is because human nature, we see something moving, we pay more attention to it than when something's not moving. Right. So what I mean by that is when we see someone like pointing on an Instagram reel, we're more likely to look at that versus a post with text or an image. Right. So the algorithm just wants attention and you can give it attention in a number of different ways. Um, number one is just the length of time someone spends on your post. Right. So the length of time someone spends on your post that doesn't necessarily mean that they are consuming the entire piece of content doesn't even mean that it has to be a video. We're actually seeing some carousel posts work really well for our clients because people are actually swiping through all of the slides and consuming that information. So think about that. If someone's looking at your post, are they spending time with your content? Are they actually ingesting it? So that's one metric that the algorithm looks at. The second metric is what I called those public signals earlier. So likes and comments. So when we think about the public signal that your content is successful, those are likes and comments, things that people, other people can see. And when I say comments too, the algorithm really loves it when people comment amongst themselves, right? So amongst themselves, meaning um, you're not just the one commenting with each person individually, but people are talking to each other in your community. The algorithm goes, oh, this is a vibrant conversation. We're going to show this to more people, okay? So time, public signals of success, and then private signals of success. So these are the things that the algorithm wants and how it... It dictates whether your post is valuable in its eyes. And those private signals of success are things like shares and saves. So we want to feed the algorithm. We want to give it what it wants. And I want you to help feed the algorithm. So the first thing I want to talk about today 
to boost your engagement is optimizing your profile. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I really, really, really want you to optimize your Instagram profile. I want you to look at three things that you can do differently this week. Number one, update your bio. It should talk about who you serve and why does it matter. If you do not have those words in your bio, you're missing out. Okay. So in mine, for instance, I'm going to say social media. If I don't say social media, then Instagram doesn't know that that's what I talk about. Right. I'm going to probably also say businesses because I'm not social media for influencers or creators. I'm social media for businesses. So I want to put those words in my bio. I also like the word mentorship a lot. I usually put that in there. Then I also want you to use those same words in your posts. I want you to look at your post captions and see if you have keywords in them. Okay. Now, Instagram isn't quite as robust of a search engine as some of the other platforms, but it does take a look at your content and tries to like match it to people. So you want to make sure you have keywords. Hashtags really help with this. Um, I'm, I'm actually working on a podcast episode, some of my predictions for 2023. And I actually see like a shift away from hashtags right now, which is kind of odd. I personally love hashtags. Um, but keep using them for now, but just note. I do see a shift. Um, and then turn on some captions. So if you have video at all, try to use Instagram's caption functionality. So one of the ways we've been doing this is y'all know that I record videos on TikTok. I put them into Instagram Reels. What I've been doing lately is using the native captions in TikTok and the native captions in Instagram. And the reason being is this is helping Instagram and TikTok categorize my video. The direction that Instagram is going and all of these updates that Adam Masseri is putting out is implying that they're looking at every aspect of your content and trying to match it with the right users. And that includes those captions. So turn those on. And I have a few other quick wins that I want to give you. These are tactics. Okay. Complete tactics. If your engagement is like in the dumpster, try one of these three things. And usually it can be a really good engagement booster. But I'm going to preface this by saying these are tactics that are working right now as I'm recording this in September of 2022. I cannot promise you how long these will last. That's my little caveat. Y'all know I'm usually all about strategy, but sometimes a few tactics will work. So here's one that I've noticed has been working really well is create the kind of post that someone can say the word congrats or congratulations in the comment. Okay. So congrats or congratulations in the comments and usually within the first five minutes of the post being shared. When people start saying congrats or congratulations, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, so far, those are the three platforms I've noticed will instantly put that post out to more people. Okay. So this is something that I think works sparingly. And I noticed this mostly with personal updates. This is why personal updates, I think, get so much attention. So if someone's like, you know, I'm having a baby or I just got a raise or promotion or I'm starting a new business, people will flood the comments with congrats, congratulations. And we like doing that. It's human being, nature, human nature, whatever. And so uh, Instagram goes, ooh, let's share this to more people. Now, it is a, a tactic, but it works. Second 
tactic that I'm seeing right now is posting something natively in the app. So if you're using a third-party scheduling tool, try for one post posting something natively in the app and seeing if that boosts your engagement. I'm doing some studying right now on third-party tools, and most of them are great, um, especially if they have a relationship with a platform, meaning they're an official tool. Um, sometimes it seems like, um, some of these platforms are really rewarding those profiles that occasionally post within the app. Now you don't have to do this all the time, just occasionally. And that really helps. And then the third thing to think about is hashtags. I mentioned hashtags before. There are quite a number of hashtags that are banned and it's like a revolving door, a moving target kind of thing. So you may want to test removing hashtags completely for a short period of time. I wouldn't do this for the long run. Um, I tried it on my account for too long and my my growth actually stagnated. Um, so we're back to using hashtags. But if you need a little bit of an engagement boost, sometimes removing the hashtags and then slowly adding them back in can give you that boost, especially if you're accidentally using a banned hashtag. And if you want to know if a hashtag is banned, click on it or put it in the search. If it's banned, nothing will come up. Okay, it'll be completely blank. <laughs> so yeah, that's how you know the hashtags are banned. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to give you some engagement busting content types, some of the trending features on social, and a few other things to really up-level your social media engagement. We'll be back soon. Interrupting cow! Moo! I'm interrupting this podcast episode because I know you're here hanging out with me and you're interested in taking the next step in your social media strategy. Maybe your social media has gotten a little stale. Maybe you're looking to revive it. Maybe you just want to tie all of those pieces together. Well, I've got a super sweet gift for you. It is a free course that's going to walk you through step-by-step how to build a social media strategy that you'll actually stick with. One that works for you and your business. One that won't make you feel like you're on this content creation hamster wheel. And it'll help you leap and jump into a social media strategy that is sustainable. So check it out. It's at onlinedrea.com slash free. And when you sign up, you'll get a super sweet bonus of uh, done for you captions, graphics, and more. Again, that's onlinedrea.com slash F-R-E-E. All right, back to the episode. All right, and we're back. So I want to talk about some engagement busting types of content. And these are the content types that are tried and true, work really great for garnering engagement. And before I dive into these content types, I do want to emphasize that you want to make sure that these work for your business, right? So I'm going to give you some suggestions, but if none of these feel right or aligned with what you do, then just completely ignore them. There's other things we can do here. But um, these work really, really great for a lot of our clients. So the first one is shocking headlines or hooks, something that really gets someone pulled in. And in fact, in the Savvy Social School, we just gave probably, I don't even remember how many it is, like 20 or 30 different types of hooks that you can use on social media, whether it's a video or written post. So an example would be, um, I stopped eating eggs and you should too. Here's why. And so people will go, mm, should I, I should stop eating eggs. Let me, let me read this post or let me watch this video. It's something that's a little bit like shocking or jarring or, um, like I stopped working out completely and I still lost weight and you should 
follow my example. Here's why. Something that's a little bit shocking, right? So with the shocking hooks or headlines, what you're thinking about is stopping someone in their tracks. So when we think about our posts on social media, they're mixed into hundreds of thousands of other social media content pieces. And it can be very challenging to stand out. And so sometimes these shocking, like jarring hooks and headlines can really help people pause. Remember, you only got like half a second to capture someone's attention. So really try to capitalize on that. Now, that's why I say this doesn't work for everybody, but we've seen that it works really well for a lot of our clients. The second one is just starting a controversial topic. So this is along the lines of the shocking hooker headline in the sense that it's going to shake things up on your social media feed. So anything political typically works well here because it is controversial and it is um, polarizing. You know, when you're, when you're saying something polarizing, your, your people can either be for you or against you. And typically the more people that are against you, the more comments you're going to get. <laughs> That's what it seems like with social media. So the more people that are against you, the more comments that you're going to get, but you'll also get those people who are really with you and cheering you along commenting as well. So an example would be why do more doctors don't talk about how black people statistically have a higher mortality rate in giving birth? That's a very controversial topic. And it's something that can really spark conversation on social media. And so when you're thinking about starting these topics, we do want to make sure that they're still aligned with you and your brand and what you stand for, but kind of taking that polarizing position or that conversation-based position can really, really be helpful. And this goes way beyond Instagram. It works on nearly every social platform. So when you're thinking about creating content, start to think about you know how can you shake things up a little bit. And then the last kind of engagement busting content type is using a stat or a fact. So these kinds of stats, facts, statistics um, really help to encourage engagement. Um, so an example is one of our past clients worked with folks going on maternity leave. And I don't know, somehow this all ended up about maternity leave. That was a complete accident. But... Maybe that's what's on my mind since I just got back from mine. But uh, the stat is 61% of mothers who returned to work from maternity leave felt like they came back before they were emotionally or mentally ready. And this is based in the U.S., and so, you know, a lot of their programming was about helping moms become more ready to return the work and that sort of thing. So, you know, that is something that people don't talk about. It's a stat that could be really interesting and spark some conversation. So you can see how there's like this running trend with these um, engagement busting content types. So if you're thinking about creating some content that will really spark conversation, consider one of these. Now, if none of those work with you, I want to give you a few other suggestions for ramping up your engagement, specifically on Instagram, but I'm going to talk about other platforms as well. So one of the things that works really well for boosting engagement is using a trending feature. 
So on Instagram, the new feature is Reels. So if you're not using Instagram Reels, you're probably missing out on some engagement. Now in the Instagram bootcamp that we just did in the Savvy Social School, we talked all about Reels and how this is important. And if you missed that, I do want to invite you to join the school. We are doing a micro video challenge next in October, right when this podcast episode is launching. So you can still join us and get support, get some feedback from myself and my team on creating reels. And listen, you don't have to be in the video. This is the biggest question we get is like people don't understand how business owners can use reels because they don't want to dance. They don't want to do a day in the life video. You know, they don't have outfit changes or crazy um, transitions or anything like that. So you can absolutely use reels without any of those. One of our clients that has some of the best performing reels. Um, they're just uh, Canva templates. We use a little uh, Canva square um, on top of a moving background, almost looks kind of like a tweet. And we put like a video in the background and we use some trending sound and it's short and sweet. It's pe- and people love it. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be you in the video, but you definitely want to use some of those new features. And when we think about reels as well, I mentioned earlier on adding captions that works really great for those talking head style videos. Those are the ones I prefer to do because they're super easy, fast for me to make. And it doesn't have to be long. I'm doing a strategy right now, testing out less than 15 second videos and they can be quick, short, sweet. People love them. Instagram loves them. So you'll be rewarded for creating that type of content. We also want to fully use the app. So when you post to your reels, try also sharing that new reel to your stories. Instagram also loves it when people use stories. Um, you don't have to create something new. Right. So take what you've already done and hit that little paper airplane and send it on over to your stories. And that can be a great way to leverage that. Um, and then speaking of stories, using some of the interactive elements in the stories as well could be very helpful. And again, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, face to camera, you can use a photo. You can, you know, you create a background and just add a poll or add a question to your Instagram stories. And it could be a really great way to boost that engagement. But this works on other platforms as well. When I think about what's working on the other platforms, if you're experiencing low engagement on a platform like LinkedIn, try a LinkedIn poll. I've been testing these out, especially with controversial topics. And boy, do people love responding to polls. I'm talking about like the ABCD, you know, answer quiz type. post. Um, not only will people select their answer, but they'll also jump straight into the comment section and justify the answer that they chose. Or especially if one of your choices doesn't fit their thought, they'll come into the comment section and, and explain why. And it's a really great way to kind of encourage engagement and participation across the platform. Uh, but again, this works for all platforms. I see this working really well on Pinterest as well. We've been playing around with some of our clients using idea pins, actually repurposing some of the videos that we're posting on other platforms over to Pinterest, and it works great. Here's something else to try if you're struggling with engagement is to actually be social on social media. I know I mentioned this earlier, but it's something that I see a lot of people missing. It's actually a massive missing piece. And a rule of thumb that I teach in the Savvy Social School is you should be equally divided between social and media, the social and media portions of social media should be balanced. So if you're spending about an hour a week creating social media content, you should probably be spending about an hour a week 
actually networking and being social on social media. And this is super important. This isn't just to like build your network and do all of those things. And we'll talk about that in a second, but it's what the algorithm wants. You know, Instagram wants people spending more time on their app. So actually the people who spend time on the app more get more rewarded. Right. But as business owners, we do have a limited amount of time. I don't want you to spend all day on Instagram. That's not valuable use of your time. But I would like you to try to spend, you know, 15 minutes a day on Instagram during your work week and connect with people. So there's three different types of ways you can do this to really boost your own engagement. Number one, scroll through your feed and start leaving comments for your current connections. And I want them to be thoughtful because the whole point of this strategy is to get someone to comment back to you. Okay. Instagram wants to see your account as a valuable participant in their ecosystem. So they're going to reward you for this. So this isn't just leaving a thumbs up. There's not room for conversation, but maybe asking a question or making another statement that could lead to another conversation. You never know. Like leave an actual thoughtful comment so that Instagram knows that you're participating on the platform. And this goes beyond those people who you follow. Start looking for new people as well. Okay. Look for new connections. One of my favorite ways to do this is to go to an account of someone I follow who I already admire. I like, I think we have similar audiences and go participate in their comment section. Look around, see who's leaving thoughtful comments. Look at their profiles. Are they interesting to you? Follow them. But only do this if you truly mean it. We're not playing the follow and follow game. Okay. I do not like that. It is shady. Um, and it's not genuine. It's not genuine and we're real here. So you want to connect with people genuinely. So both your current audience and new audience. And then the third thing I want you to do is actually find someone else's content to share. Remember I said one of those private signals of a successful piece of content is a share. Well, I want you to do that as well. So this um, lifts someone else up because you're sharing their content, but it also signals to Instagram that you're participating in their space the way that they want you to. I like doing this on Instagram by sharing posts that resonate with me to my Instagram stories. And you can tag the person too. leave a little caption about why you think this post is interesting. Make sure to tag the person you shared. They'll also probably reshare to their stories. So you're furthering that participation in the platform and it really can help boost your own engagement. And at the end of the day, if none of these tips work for you, I want you to try something else. But before I get into that, I want to, I want you to know this. Engagement is only one signal of success, right? And you have to stick with it. So many people in our program talked about how, you know, they love the Instagram bootcamp because it helped them stick with something for a period of time versus posting once and then forgetting about it and not feeling like it's working. And that not feeling like it's working feeling is very common with business owners. So I want you to stick with it. Anything I mentioned here today, I want you to commit to it. I want you to think about giving at least 30 days of trying something new. You don't have any data unless you've done it for at least 30 days, most likely 90 days. If you haven't done it for 30 days, if you haven't stuck with one of the things I suggested today for 30 days, you haven't truly tried it or given it a shot. Okay. You're kind of half-assed it and it's not going to work anyway. So I can't even, I can't help you at that point. But if you've tried it and it's not working, here's some other things you can do. Try other platforms. 
I say this all the time. I know sometimes people go, well, someone told me Instagram's the best platform. I've been using it for two years consistently and I haven't gotten a single client. Okay. Well, now it's time to try something new, right? Like it's not working for you. So it's time to move on. And there's so many other options out there. Um, if you like video content, TikTok is doing amazing right now. I know a couple episodes ago, I talked about my clients who went viral on TikTok. Um, it's such a great platform for up and coming video content creators and their algorithm is still one of the best ones out there as of recording this September 2022. Their algorithm really tries hard to match your videos with the right people. So if you're creating content, think about TikTok. Now, if you are B2B, I want you to think about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great platform for those of you who are businesses marketing to other businesses. So I'm a B2B business owner because I market to other businesses. It's a very business-minded platform. Kind of feels like Facebook did, you know, like five years ago, eight years ago when it was like very fresh and new and everyone was like really into it. Um, minus the like mass personal connections. So it's like your your Auntie Joe isn't like, you know, spewing off her thoughts on whatever. Um, it's really still business minded. And so I really enjoy that platform. And then I would also suggest Twitter if you like hot takes or controversial topics or conversation-based topics. I also see a large creator industry on Twitter. So if you are like a podcaster or a YouTuber, you can find a lot of content there as well. All right, Savvies, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you need help and if you need more direction, send me a DM on Instagram. I love a good voice DM. I'm at Online Drea. Let me know your key takeaway from this episode and what you're committing to so I can hold you accountable because I know that Instagram engagement is possible and I know that building a successful business leveraging Instagram is possible and I want that for you. If you feel like you're quiet quitting on your marketing strategies, stay tuned because I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. I'm jumping in on the quiet quitting trend and we're going to talk about how you can quiet quit if you'd like to and how you cannot if you don't. Um, very cryptic. So I'll be back soon with that episode next week. In the meantime, um, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. It helps keep us in the top 100 marketing podcasts. Kind of dipped in the charts a little bit so I could use your support, dear listener. Um, but that's all for today's episode. I'll be back soon. Bye for now.